Paranormal Perception is sponsored by Paralink, the new social networking site specifically for paranormal enthusiasts. Create your free account and try out the new Ghost Camp feature at Paralink.com. Paranormal Perception is about to be conjured into existence by 22 Creations Multimedia, LLC. 517 Scanner Control. 517 Scanner Control. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please be seated? Our program is about to begin. Paranormal. Beyond the range of normal experience or scientific explanation. Perception. The process or state of being aware of something. Paranormal perception. Not the same old paranormal. Welcome to Paranormal Perception with Henry San Miguel. Henry is a 46-year paranormal experiencer and a 39-year broadcaster. Yeah, he's seen some things. Featuring hero and Sean Clan from Unearthing the Supernatural as the show's spiritual counselors and co-hosts. Unearthing the Supernatural is a team of Native American warriors trained in the ancient way of spiritual combat and healing. In other words, they really know what they're talking about. This is not the same old paranormal. You must unlearn what you have learned. This is Paranormal Perception. Welcome to Paranormal Perception. Hope you had a great week, especially over here in Southern California where it's snowing. In L.A., in Anaheim, it was snowing. Uh, we're magical over here, but I didn't think the magic was going to bring us snow. And by the way, yes, it's me. Hello. It's real. It's not a pre-recording. Uh, it is me. I'm back. I sound normal again. So before we get started, a big thank you to the boys to here in Sean Clem. They took the captain's chair, the, the, this thing, the captain's microphone last week, and did, a, according to you guys, a phenomenal job. You all loved what they talked about. You had A lot of you said you had no idea that there was a spiritual hierarchy. That's kind of the point. That's why they did that. So you're welcome. They didn't tell you everything, though. I will say that. We were talking about that afterwards. That's for future episodes. So thanks again for them doing that. Uh, I I was, uh, I, I, didn't have, I didn't have COVID. Everybody relaxed. It was just a regular cold. Uh, I could have done it. I could have, uh, but if, if I was singing, because I sounded like, I sounded like Louis Armstrong, like that, then I kind of sounded a little bit better. By the time I talked to them, this like, yeah, yeah, I will do it for you. So that's why they that's why they jumped in and, and, and did that. But it did a great job. Like I did all of you loved it. Obviously, and we'll, they, I will, they'll tell more stories in the future episodes. And oh, by the way, more breaking news in case you missed it. Uh, when was it? Wednesday of this week. We gave you a lot of uh, OC Paracon announcements the past couple of weeks. The big one. Tickets. They're on sale. Well, I keep saying tickets. They're badges. But you, you guys know what I mean. OC Paracon tickets are on sale right now. The badges are on sale. And not only is it on sale, it's a spring sale. Spring, I know a lot of you here, especially in Southern California again, we, we, we can't wait to get to spring, get the spring weather especially, but we're doing a spring sale. So maybe the, the weather will come with it. Spring sale meaning everything, every level two for one. That includes, by the way, that includes tales from before creation. Those are two for one. Uh, or there's another option. I'll tell you all of that later on in the episode. Uh, so 
the the boys kind of spoiled it last week. They, as we were wrapping up, they said that I was gonna have a guest here. Well, in a couple of minutes, I'll explain to you why it won't be exactly what the boys said was gonna be here. Paranormal perception. Inflation in the U.S. is now at 6.5% higher in December compared to a year ago. It's official. Everything's expensive. We might have to pick and choose between fun and, I don't know, eating. Our spring sale might help you out. At least, if you're planning on attending this year's OC Paracon. For all of March, OC Paracon tickets are two for one. All levels, all price two for the price of one. This sale was created with paranormal teams in mind. Two for one means you pay for one ticket, you get another ticket absolutely free. So two tickets for one price. Paranormal teams that want to attend OC Paracon, this sale is for you. Everyone can take advantage of the two for one sale and you should because once March is over, so is the two for one sale. This will be the only time tickets will be two for one. This is the only time this year tickets will be two for one. That was for those that missed that last part. Go to OCParacon.com for all the info and to buy your two for one tickets today. Yes, they are for sale. And by the way, one other thing that I was talking to about the boys, once I could talk, was you may have seen their new episode that's up there. You, a lot of you follow them. If you don't, the links are up on the, uh, on, on the show description. But a lot of you follow a, a lot. A lot of you are on Facebook. A lot of you are on regular social media. But I always hear the boys tell me about it sometimes also. You always hear people that look at your stuff, watch your videos, read your stories if you put them up there. And then they laugh at you or they're like, yeah, whatever. They don't believe you. Now, if only... If only somebody could come up with something that is just for us, just for us who are actually into the paranormal. We have podcasts, we have YouTube channels, but now we have a site. We, those of us that are paranormal enthusiasts, teams, whoever you are, whatever you do, if you're into the paranormal, you need to be into Paralinked. Paralinked.com is our new sponsor today. You can go there. They just put up a new feature this week called The Ghost Camp. It's pretty cool. You can. Uh, it doesn't do what you're thinking. You can't take it. Or maybe you can. You can take it on an investigation. It's not going to show you ghosts or anything. What it's going to do is you can turn it on on your phone, on your your, your laptop, PC, whatever you you go on Paralink. Then you can say, hey, I'm so-and-so. I joined Paralink, and I am inviting all of you to, enjoy, uh, to join Paralink or something like that or just something fun. That's the ghost cam. It's a new feature that they put up. There's a lot of new features. that are, it's It's growing. So there's a lot of new features that are going up there. One of them is that the ghost cam and like everything else it is free as you just heard in that little announcement everything is expensive right now we're, we've gone beyond just gas is expensive this free absolutely free put up um uh, an account it's free put up a video that's free put up vid, uh, audio that's free whatever you want to do uh talk about an upcoming haunt you may be putting together for halloween you want to get you want to join a team you're part of a team you want people to go to your event you can do it for free advertise it for free here did i say free enough free 99 paralinked 
Paranormalworld.com is where you do that. If you're a fan of the paranormal world, then you'll love WLTKDB Talk Radio. Talk shows bringing you the latest on everything paranormal, cryptozoological, metaphysical, true crime, psychic readings, and more. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com. Let's get back to a new perception of the paranormal with Henry San Miguel and Unearthing the Supernatural. We are back. The boys are back. Go, boys. You're hosting again. You know, sometimes I wish we were doing video. You should have seen the face that they just made when I said that. It's They don't jump when demons or something jumps out at them, but I tell them, boys, you're live. Go. <laughs> that is the look of true terror on their faces. But seriously, boys, welcome back. Thanks again for it. You did a great job last week. Uh-huh. Definitely an honor to help out wherever we can. That's just who we are. I'm nothing is supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loved the, the stories you guys told. And like I said, a lot of them didn't even know there was there was a spiritual hierarchy. Now you do, and like I said, you didn't say everything. You didn't tell them everything. Like always, that the rest will be saved for either a meeting of warriors episode or a future episode of Paranormal Perception. You just gotta listen to both, see where it comes up. But in case you missed it, also I do have a link to that. On our, it's on our Facebook. It's on their Facebook. It's on everything, really. If you follow Unearthing the Supernatural, and if you don't, why not? But there's a new video and they went somewhere. Uh, why am I trying to make it secret? You guys have all watched it by now. It's called terror, the terrifying museum of nightmares. And so I know a lot of you have questions. Uh, I didn't ask you for them, but I'm going to ask, I'm going to pretend to be you. I'm going to ask the questions. The boys will answer. I'm sure it's still questions that you have because it's, it's, I do a lot of things. With the boys, I do. Uh, they tell me a lot of things. We share a lot of stories. This episode, they did some things. I saw some things that surprised even me. I've never, I've never seen them do things like this. And Sean Clan, he did most of the editing, or I think a lot of the editing. Uh, wish we had the cheering thing here, but I'll do the cheering. Great job on this. Um, if we had Oscars for panel perception, you'd you'd get one for sure for editing and storytelling and everything else. Hey, 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 be careful when you say the Oscars, because whenever I would put out a revision, Hero would come up like Will Smith and whoosh, slap me back. And hey, you got, you're missing something in, the, in that timeline right there. Hey, you don't know how to spell apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was before we got him a thesaurus. I mean, a dictionary for well, both dictionary and thesaurus for for Christmas. So that's why there's no longer any misspellings. But seriously. Um, I'm going to throw some questions out to you guys about the episode. If you, and I'll say this, if you have, if you listen to us, if you haven't watched the episode yet, put pa- push pause, turn off the, the podcast, go watch the episode, then come back and then listen to the episode. Cause we're about to get into, I guess you can call them spoilers. You know, they don't, they don't tell you Darth Vader is Luke's father or anything like that, but we don't want to spoil the surprises that are, and there's some surprises in this one. So those of you that have watched it, um, the first thing you you kind of talked about it last week when you guys were talking on when you filled in you you gave the story. Uh, I see 
how it was all connected. I see what you were doing. You were setting everybody up for what was coming the following week. But you talked a little bit about phantoms. You deal with them here. I don't know if everybody, if it was clear to everyone that that's what you were the what you were dealing with here with the fan. It wasn't. I know you talk you talk about the uh, the child spirits that were there, and I got to say also, and those of you that watched it, you'll agree this is definitely one of the most emotional UTS episodes that I've seen that they've ever done. Because if you don't tear up when they get to that part, check your heart because you don't you're missing one. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. But um, talk about what. Uh, what were what were the phantoms that were there, and or, or, and why why what was the confusion with you? Because it seems like they were they, they were confusing you guys, or making you see or hear hear things that weren't actually there. So talk about what what was what are we seeing? What was what was going on there? Yeah, so the phantoms, as you may have heard from uh, last week's episode, they are master manipulators of the mind. They bring out and feed off of your most primal fears. The things that you fear the most, they will bring it out and they will pretty much force you to either visualize it, see it, feel it. Really, you're going to go through all the senses of that fear as if it was there. And so these beings are master mind manipulators. And whether and my brother can probably comment on his experience with the phantoms. But when we go in there. We kind of already had experiences with phantoms in that general town of Miami already, but we weren't exactly sure whether or not they would transfer over to that building or if there were any more of them. We're we're not too sure. We don't poke around a whole lot. We know of them. We know how to interact with them. We know what to do once we finally figure out that they're messing with us because that's a thing. It took a little while to figure out that they were truly messing with us. This is the expertise of their craft. That's their literally master's of bringing out emotions in you and going through kind of almost like a, like a trance, not really a trance, but more like a, a simulation within your own mind of things that are happening. And it was wild brother. Do you have anything to say about the phantoms in this particular episode? Yeah. So it's, it's wild because when we were investigating there, I didn't feel it. But as you guys have seen from the episode, like, it's crazy because with all the trainings and everything that my brother hero has uh, put me through, you learn how to pick up on these things when you're being manipulated like this. But for this investigation, the whole time we were being manipulated, but we'd even know it. And that that's the thing that's kind of scary about it is, you know, you're being messed with, but you don't even know you're being messed with. And it's like a fog, you know, your your mind just kind of goes places. And I'm not spiritually as uh, I'm spiritually gifted, but not to the level of hero. And it's it's pretty crazy how, especially in that one scene when we're on the second floor balcony trying to or the second floor story, we're trying to find the door that closed. But there was an EVP that came up that said basement when we we're trying to talk about find the location of the door. Immediately right after, I was like, what if we check the basement? Like, I picked up on it. Like, see, stuff like that was thoughts are introduced in your mind and you don't even know it. And that's the scary thing is because my brother has taught me how to defend myself against that. But these phantoms just put me in my place. Let me let me tell you guys something uh, to kind of further explain my brother's situation. 
most of the EVPs that you hear, if you don't hear a little title or see a little title card above the little words and what we hear, say ovulus, or if you don't hear a big old loud white noise in the back, those EVPs were picked up by our microphones. Most of them, we did not hear. We did not hear them at all. So with the particular scene member that's talking about where it says basement, and then literally half a second later, he says, maybe it's in the basement. He did not hear it with his own ears. We did not hear it at all. It's until after we're reviewing the evidence that we're like, oh my God, uh, something whispered it into his ear or something like that, but we couldn't hear it and put it into his mind. See, that's one thing that's, that's pretty crazy too. We talked about this before we hopped on was that when we last week, when we were talking about the phantoms, we talked about how they are the masters of mind manipulation and fear. I, after watching the episode and just kind of over and over again watching it, you would hear how we described how we were feeling at that moment of fear. And what's really interesting in all of the episodes that we've done, we've never gone to very specific, you know, uh, scenarios in our mind of how we felt. Um, it, it, it was like an inner fear that each one of us had that was very unique, like hero. Uh, in the very beginning section, when he was saying it's just it's just weird down there. It look, looks like it's not real, like it's a painting. You know that would be like his fear that he had, and also mine when we were doing the 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 reviewing of the door closing. You hear me say before they came in, it felt like when you're in trouble and your mom and dad are walking down the hallway, and you can just sense that you're gonna get your butt whooped. You know, so that was a very very deep deep memory that i had and honestly it's really weird that it came out in an investigation like this wait you're saying heroes afraid of paintings that those are not my words those are colta's words i said it didn't look <laughs> real i'm I, I love paintings i love artwork what i don't like is some place that's like beyond like a different realm that i don't know about and i haven't studied and I'm not prepared for that is the fear is like, okay, what the hell is beyond there? And I don't even know what it is. I, I'm not prepared for it. Let me get my stuff so I can be prepared. Dude, that makes total sense now. I always asked Colta to go to art galleries, but he always said no. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That makes sense now. So you're doing all this. We, we discover each other's fears and weaknesses. Like, I won't say what, but we, I know we all know. All of us here, one of uh, Hero's biggest weaknesses, it's, a, it's something you eat, or he, he can't eat in particular. Um, I won't say what, because you don't need to know his weaknesses. But let, let me tell you something about fear. You must overcome fear the best you can until it almost kills you. Overcome it. I just want to let everybody know that Hero's favorite restaurant, fast food chain, is Culver's. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Take hero to Culver's. <laughs> I'll be mad at you for life. Um, no, but the, the other thing I was thinking about when you guys were talking about the, uh, the phantoms right now, um, other people have never talked about it one because they probably don't know. I'm talking about like regular and but like even TV shows, uh, investigators. Do you, do you know, or do you think they've dealt with phantoms, but they just had no idea that they were dealing with phantoms? Very much so. Yeah, that causes confusion and <laughs> very much so. So 
Yeah, it's it's honestly because coming from my perspective as someone who cannot see the spirits as well as hero, you know, you have to unless if you don't know the signs or know the feelings of how each uh, individual spirit is and how they operate. Like for me, I would have to exp- you can tell somebody how a, a certain type of food tastes, but if you you have to actually taste the food for you to actually know how it actually tastes. Same thing with spiritual energy and learning how to uh, recognize different spirits. So I'm pretty sure people have ran into them, but they didn't have the knowledge that uh, Hero possessed that was given to him from our elders to be able to identify what was what was really messing with the investigators. In a way, you're saying that was kind of a loaded question because we're kind of explaining why so many of these shows are always like, what touched me or what is that? Or all that other stuff. Is that the confusion that you, that we see on television? Honestly, it's just like um, a child that doesn't know where he's at or really anything. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole new realm that people are experiencing themselves. So definitely a lot of confusion. Um, I believe there was a couple uh, episodes of TV shows that we've seen that might possibly be phantoms, but we can't tell, honestly, until we go there ourselves. And listen, I will say this. I know for a fact, because I know them, I know for a fact that some of the networks, some of the, the, the production companies that work on these shows, they're listening to Panel Perception right now. We are not making fun of you. We're not saying you're going to take it the wrong way anyway, no matter what, just because it's just the way you are. But here's the thing. If that's going to stop you from bringing on some someone like Unearthing the Supernatural to your network, you can do one of two things. You can either ride the storm and be on top of it, or you can be flattened by the storm. You figure out what I'm saying. So the next question is, that I mentioned it a second ago, there are child spirits there. That's something you guys hadn't told me that you, you, you talked to me when, before, um, before you released the episode, you told me before what you, what you saw there, you didn't really mention getting the detail about the child spirits that, like I said, that when you guys watch that, if you haven't already, that's one of the most emotional parts right there. Why are the child spirits there? Um, what's the story behind, behind them being there? So the story behind them being there is uh, back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, all the way to the 1970s. There's even still some residential schools open to this day. But throughout the early history of the residential school system, the children, indigenous children and Mexican-American and children, pretty much children of color, were sent to these residential schools to be reformed. Now, the thought process and one of the infamous quotes is kill the Indian, save the man. And so that thought process was to be sent to these residential schools, often raised uh, with um, nuns, often raised with priests in a Catholic kind of society. And they would literally beat the children. They would cut their hair, dump them in chemical baths because they thought they were dirty. And then would pretty much anytime they would speak their language or even think about their ceremonial heritage, they would be washed out with soap, beaten, tossed outside, chained into the basement. And that's just some of the known stuff. There's a lot of stories from now coming forward of uh, residential school survivors talking about their friends who would try running away to go back home. And it would be in the middle of the winter time and they would just let them go and they would freeze to death. Or if it was the, they would try to run and they would send the dogs out there and the dogs would come back with the children's body parts in its mouth. Or they would be shot 
and you go up into Canada and you kind of, they're starting to do it now here in the United States of going to these mass grave sites where these children were and they're basically just their bodies dumped in unmarked graves. And there's a huge effort now to kind of bring awareness to this. And this particular residential school was one of those places that I'm sure had dark history, undocumented history, because you don't document when you kill a child. Sometimes, sometimes you just, something happens like, oh, wash it, put it under the rug, sweep it under the rug. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. It's just, it's just another Indian. It's just another person of color, little child of color. So those atrocities throughout time, those atrocities, the way the kids were treated, the mental, physical abuse that happened there, the, it, it stains the walls of an establishment and those kids and those children that didn't, didn't make it, the ones that didn't, weren't able to ever go home, they get stuck in a location. Oftentimes, these children were rounded up and tossed in wagons and their families didn't know where they were taken. So they, either they didn't know where to go home or their families didn't know where they were at. And so it's a real tragic tale, a lot of tragic stories that just it kind of t- tug at your heart. And so when we did this ceremony here, I noticed that there's still these beings, there's still these energies, there's still these little children that are around. And oftentimes, whenever we'd be walking around, they would be hiding in the corners or they'd be kind of pushed away. And so throughout this investigation, you'll hear other spirits kind of vouch for them, kind of tell a little bit of their stories. It was until I was wearing my mask then where it was the first time that an actual child spirit came up tugged on and I was wearing my, uh, my getup. I was wearing my, my mask, wearing my, my kind of like my poncho, um, cover and on it is there's little f- fringes. And I remember as I'm getting ready to sing a song, getting ready to say a prayer, I felt a little tugging on my arm on the, where the fringes were and it kind of pulled in. I turned, I looked, I see this little girl and immediately daddy mode kicks in. And I was like, you know, I, I have a son. And so I immediately felt the seeing this little child spirit like, oh, no, that made my heart drop, made my stomach drop. Just like, what are you doing here? Because I didn't I didn't realize just. I guess I guess seeing these spirits and interacting with them and a little child looking up at you crying, just how much it's going to tug at your heartstrings. And so we had to do everything we could to help these child spirits out. And, And we did. We made sure that they got the A1 treatment. And to where everything of that I can do in my power to help them out, I did and made sure that they were set free from whatever was holding them there. This last one, I'm going to start wrap wrap up here. This last one, I don't know if it's like you always say classified because in the episode itself, you don't show a lot of what's going on. Um, But if you if you can talk about the difference between we've all seen either on television or in real life somewhere we've seen psychics or mediums help souls cross over as they say is what we see in the episode is that similar or is it something completely different from from what they're talking what they're talking about when when they cross somebody over it honestly depends on your background and where you come from for us this is how us uh, indigenous people how my brother was trained in the indigenous ways to be able to help uh spirits cross over it's a process it's an entire ceremony on its own and i'm sorry to say but there's a lot more than saying go to the light you know there's a lot more that comes into that you know there's there's songs and ceremonies to be able to call certain spirits 
you know, to be able to guide those children onto the next world. So I'm pretty sure there are people out there that know how to do it. But um, most of the time I see, I'm just kind of like shaking my head. I'm just like, okay, you know, there's a lot more to it than just say, go to the light. There, there is a lot more that goes into it. A lot of acknowledgement, a lot of calling upon very particular spirits who are designated as kind of fairy farriers or ones that kind of help the spirits transition over. It's a holy, holy process that goes beyond what any human can really do. And to say that me doing it, no, all I am is just someone that's kind of like a bridge that kind of knows, I guess, the, like a phone book to call, know who to call, know what things to offer and know how to set the stage, know how to set the ceremony, all the ceremonial objects, ceremonial motions, everything gets put into a very particular place. And not only that, of doing just that ceremony, that that's just something you do without any interference. You also have to deal with that, the interference. You have to deal with the things that are holding these spirits back. You have to deal with you sometimes evil, just like, no, I'm not letting you take these spirits away. These are mine. These are my food. These are my toys. These are whatever evil has intent for these beings. You have to push that back. You have to untangle all the curses, untangle all the binds, the bonds, the chains, break those chains. That's what makes these particular cleansings at haunted locations that much harder compared to just dealing with someone with a location or a person that's just moving on. It, these haunted locations have a lot more to it. And you'll, you'll see at the end of ceremonies, me taking off my mask or doing any of these things, I'm wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've seen that. We've, we've even seen you during when you're putting your hands in the fire and you don't even know af- afterwards. We've seen a lot of, a lot of things doing on our, our adventures with hero. Uh, so there's a, little, a few questions. I'm sure you guys have more. If you do, Go to their channel. You can send questions there. You, you, they're everywhere. I have I have the uh, the links on it to everything on the show description, TikTok, Instagram, all the usuals. You'll find Unearthing the Supernatural on there. Um, if there's anything coming up, or if you want to tease what what's coming for the rest of the year, this is your chance to do so. What is coming up for Unearthing the Supernatural? March is going to be a very, very busy month for us. So uh, second week of March, we have the overnight at Vulture City. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. You can check us out uh, underneath the Supernatural. whole team will be there. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and just more investigations like how we did uh, this past Wednesday. So again, if you guys haven't seen the episode yet and you just listen to all these spoilers, go watch it right now, please. And by the way, you just reminded me of something. Last week, the boys said that Dan Class was going to be here. He's actually going to be the special guest on March 11th for the Vulture City Overnight Lockdown. He he was going to be here. He was scheduled. We were texting each other this, uh, the, the earlier this week when we were going to record the episode. However, he had one of those days. It happens to all of us. You know, his car broke down. He had to take it to the shop, and then the van that the the rental, I guess, or whatever they gave him, that wasn't. It was a whole thing. And it's just one of those where, you know what, we'll just reschedule. We probably won't be able to talk about the uh, the overnight lockdown because it'll be over by then. But Dan will come on later. He apologized to everybody that was looking forward to hearing from him. But that's what happened. You know, we all have one of those days when, as we say, we get up on the wrong side of bed and just everything goes wrong. He had one of those day, those mornings. So that's why he wasn't here this week. But he will be here in a, in a future episode. That's uh, The boys weren't lying. It's just 
that's what happened. That's that's why Dan is here. But those of you that are going to the Vulture City uh, overnight lockdown, Dan will be there. So with the boys, you'll meet them there. Um, the commercial say, the, that we play, that we, we've been playing uh, all this time, says I'll be there also. I'll tell you guys that I'm not going to be there because um, we have something else going on with our family. It's uh, my daughter's first basketball game, and the boys know from their sisters playing basketball. You don't miss basketball games, especially not first ones, because they never forget. They never forgive you. Well, my daughter oh. especially will never forgive me if I don't go to the, the, the very first ones. That's where I'm going to be. But the boys will be there for sure. Uh, and you can meet Dan, Dan, and and of course Jay Marie Yates, who are putting everything together. Our our friends. So that that's what's happening. Everything linked up on the show description, boys. Again, thanks again for last week. You guys did a fantastic job. Gives me an idea. Maybe I maybe I should think about taking vacation to have you guys take over for like an entire month all by yourselves. Now that I know that you can do it. Eek. Yeah. I'm going to miss you, though. I don't want you to go. <laughs> you, you have a certain way about you, you know, that, that, that the leader needs to be there. See, they say they miss me, but that's actually kind of like what Sean Clem was saying in, in, the, in the video when, when he's scared because it feels like the parents are coming in. That's actually fear of, no, we don't want to do it by ourselves. <laughs> Once was enough. That's really what it is. But they, they were fine. And you might hear them again. Uh, like I said, I wasn't kidding. I might take vacations now that i know they can do it so all of that going on i'll be back um in just a second and guess what not only do i have a book club this time i also have the author yeah not really they're right there paranormal perception will return in a moment ladies and gentlemen boys and girls introducing paralinked Paralinked is the new social media page just for you, paranormal enthusiasts. Create a free Paralinked page for you or your team and share your evidence. Yeah, that means videos and EVPs. You can learn about upcoming Paracons or other events in your area, or you can let the Paralinked community know about an event you're organizing. You can follow the paranormal on regular social media, but then you have to deal with everything that comes with regular social media. Or you can meet like-minded individuals and teams by creating a free page at Paralink.com. Did I say free? I know you're going to dig this. Absolutely and completely free to create an account. Just visit Paralink.com. We'll see you on Paralinked. Where'd you learn that? MIT? No, actually. I picked that up reading books. You should try it sometime. It's fun. Actually, you can learn a lot from a book, especially a paranormal book. This is Paranormal Perceptions Book Club. It is the book club, and this week, guess what? I do have the author. I know I've, I've done a couple that where I, I didn't have the author on, but this time you will hear from the author. But but like the first few, we're not going to spoil everything. Otherwise, why would you want to go and buy and read the book? So we're, let, let's tease you a little bit what the books are about. This week, the book is Ghost Crimes, book one of the Ghost Crimes series by Gary Allen. Yeah, he's been there before. The, you regulars remember him. Uh, those of you that are going to be going to OC Paracon, you're going to get to meet him and be able to buy Ghost Crimes there. Gary, welcome back to the show. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you, Henry. How are you? Doing good, doing good. So uh, you, you actually sent me the first one. Thank you for that. Really, really loved it. Ghost. First of all, again, without spoiling anything, not that not that you were, but 
uh, tell everybody what, what Ghost Crimes is all about. All right. So Ghost Crimes actually started out um, as a compilation book. So my idea was to take um, stories from first responders, mostly, you know, police officers, EMTs, firefighters, nurses, you know, the folks that work with, unfortunately, people who may pass in certain situations, and they certainly see that in their line of work. And so I, I put a request out there on my website, and I got a lot of stories, and they were pretty short for the most part, little things that happened um, to them, and I didn't get a whole lot of detail from most of them, and most everybody wanted to be anonymous. And so I started thinking about it, and, and I said, these are really cool stories, though, even though they're a little short, but it would have taken a lot of stories to, to fill up a book. And But I had one um, responder who was a detective for many years, and he was sort of the... Um, reluctant paranormal investigator because he wasn't into the paranormal. He had some tragedy happen to him early in his life and he lived a rough life. But um, when he, I think it was probably in his thirties, he ran across a case and it was cult related, a satanic cult and the paranormal world sort of opened up to him. Um, And like I said, it was, it was pretty traumatic for him. He, He was very reluctant to investigate it, but that was his job. And back then you know, there wasn't really a, a box to check for, oh, this was a paranormal crime. You had to figure yeah. out what was really happening there. Anyway, um, his, his stories were interesting. His life was interesting. Um, and I said, you know what? Let me write a narrative based on these stories and this particular detective and incorporate the stories into his experiences. So I went that route. And that's how Ghost Crimes um, came together. So it'd be safe to say that Detective Burke, the character, the main character in, in Ghost Crimes, is based on that detective. It's based on the a general, yeah, his general life. So unfortunately, he had very bad trauma early on in his life, loss of his, um, um, I guess she was going to be his fiance once they graduated college, but they didn't get to that point. But they were super close, and unfortunately, she was tragically killed. And you know, he blamed himself, and he sort of went down the path of drinking too much and, you know, being sort of like that stereotypical, you know, TV detective who's overweight and doesn't really have a life and, you know, lives alone and, you know, that kind of thing. And I I needed to give that person redemption and that's what I did. So I I don't keep it tragic for too long in his personal life. He he turns it around. um, But I did have some fun um, with him learning how to not be socially awkward. He's learning how to live again, so to speak, and learning how to actually treat people with respect rather than just going through the motions of his job and drinking away the memory of that day every night. Did that detective, the real one, did he ever get to read ghost crimes or, 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 or no? You know, he, he basically said, I, I, I said, Hey, this is what I want to do, but thank you for your story. So I had a multiple exchanges with him. I said, this is what I want to do. Are you comfortable with that? And he said, yes. And I said, are there any details you don't want me to use? that you've given me. And he said, no, I've only given you what I want you to use or that I allow you to use. But he had no interest in being the subject matter. He had no interest in anything. He just said, Hey, I'm just sharing the stories because it happened to me. And and believe it or, you know, or not, I'm telling you, I'm the last person that would have ever believed in ghosts if, if these things didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. So he just thought, he just said, Hey, I'm just responding. And, but he's, you know, he, I think he heard me on coast to coast mm-hmm. um, before that. And so there was a little bit of credibility that he thought, hey, I'm going to do a good job with the stories he tells me. And I said, well, yeah, I said the book's going to be based on these experiences, but, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, drag, you know, (laughs) bring things out a little bit. You know, some of the stories are really short. I got to add embellish a little bit 
but I keep the core experience. And um, But he was fine with it, but there was no contact after. He didn't want contact. So I don't know if he read it. I mean, I've been on uh, Coast to Coast since. Um, so if he's listened to that, he knows that the book has been written or the books have been written. But uh, I haven't gotten any contact back. How about after the book came out? Have you heard not from this particular detective, but from any other law enforcement, whether retired or active, have have they reached out and said, hey, I love the book or, or, any, or anything, any reaction? I have gotten a few messages for sure. It's usually after I'll do, you know, a couple shows. People will send me messages and say, hey, I had this happen to me or, you know, do you need more stories? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not I don't I didn't when I put the post out. I mean, I was inundated. They came flooding in. And I think I think what happened was because I could see that some of the emails were um, people were connected. They were forwarding the email. Hey, you know, so because, you know, they had similar stories. That they work in the same profession. So I kind of got a little network going there. Um, but so, yeah, I still get some of the stories now. And actually, I got two um late last year that i'm incorporating into um the third book yeah yeah that leads right into that the third book i mean you i I said it's a series you were we were talking about before we started recording you said right now it's going to be a trilogy or you're working on the third one is this are you going to stop at trilogy or do you want to make it a series how many books do you do you do you want to write for this series so i I want to keep going i i I actually already had the idea for book four um, and I did this when I was writing book two. I came up with the idea for book three. And I don't know if that's my subconscious way of dangling a carrot in front of me or something, but um, <laughs> it worked because I got through book two and then started book three. Um, you know, I'm excited to have a trilogy to to show, you know, three books and show the growth of the characters um, because it really, the, the third book kind of brings them together. Um, they're, they, they met separately and they started to become a team in book two and, and book three solidifies them as a team even if it's not an official team um they're a team of friends and they're a team of survivors um and i'm bringing them together and it's it's a perfect uh book to do it in because it's it's book three um the title is ghost crimes three an unholy trinity um and it brings the three of them together um to trump evil so to speak and of course there's a whole trinity theme to it so the theme runs throughout the book but it really helps them land on solid ground with each other because they've been kind of working out their personality, you know, differences and, you know, and they're all strong personalities. So who takes the lead when they're trying to investigate and, and, and take care of things. And so it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So the first two are out. I have a link on the, uh, the book club section for all of you. When is the, when do you expect the third one to be out? So <laughs> it should have been out, <laughs> but um, my management problems, so my goal is to have it out um, by June 1st, hopefully sooner, but June 1st for sure. Okay. So uh, I'm assuming on the website, Amazon, all the usuals, it'll be available. Yep. It'll be available. Um, usually takes about a week or two after it comes out on paperback and, and uh, uh, Kindle for it to be, uh, get on audible. Okay. And, and like I said, you're going to be at OC Paracon this year. So I'm assuming you're going to have all three available there. Yep. I'll have all three books. there. definitely going to, um, promote my 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 most recent work, you know, with the trilogy. Um, I'll also have my other works there as well. Yeah, because this isn't all Gare has written. You'll see when uh, I'll have his, his website linked up on the uh, show description. In fact, go ahead, give him your website. Oh, it's GareAllen.com, G-A-R-E-A-L-L-E-N. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, um, Instagram, and TikTok as well. 
Yeah, pretty simple. Like I, like I said, I have everything linked up, linked up in the uh, in the book club section. So, Gary, thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, I told you these are the book club ones are a little shorter than the usual ones, but thanks a lot. That hopefully that gets more people out there and get in uh, reading ghost crimes and looking forward to the third one. Thanks again, Gary. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you in October. Learn more about this week's author and buy the book by visiting paranormalperception.show and clicking on the book club section. Have you ever wanted to experience a paranormal investigation in an abandoned ghost town? Then join Jane Marie Yates as they host the second annual Vulture City Overnight Lockdown Investigation. Join the Yates, Unearthing the Supernatural, and Henry, along with this year's special guest speaker, Dan Plass, owner of the Hinsdale House, seen on many paranormal television shows. Listen to their stories around the fire under the star-filled Arizona night sky. Then, prepare to investigate a very haunted abandoned ghost town. Campsite reservations are still available for individuals or teams in the heart of Vulture City, Arizona. Join us March 11th for the second annual Vulture City Overnight Lockdown Investigation. For more info and tickets, visit VultureMindTours.com. Inflation in the U.S. is now at 6.5% higher in December compared to a year ago. It's official. Everything's expensive. We might have to pick and choose between fun and, I don't know, eating. Our spring sale might help you out. At least, if you're planning on attending this year's OC Paracon. For all of March, OC Paracon tickets are two for one. All levels, all price two for the price of one. This sale was created with paranormal teams in mind. Two for one means you pay for one ticket, you get another ticket absolutely free. So two tickets for one price. Paranormal teams that want to attend OC Paracon, this sale is for you. Everyone can take advantage of the two for one sale and you should because once March is over, so is the two for one sale. This will be the only time tickets will be two for one. This is the only time this year tickets will be two for one. That was for those that missed that last part. Go to OCParacon.com for all the info and to buy your two for one tickets today. Now back to Paranormal Perception. We're not even halfway through the year, and uh, look at all these OC Paracon announcements you're all getting. We have some more today. I have some more to announce, and to, I want to explain something before we get out of here. First of all, if you didn't know, tickets are for sale. Tickets are on sale now at OCParacon.com. It's a two-for-one spring sale. Two-for-one meaning you buy two tickets for the price of one. So I this was cre- last year was the same thing. It was created, honestly with groups in mind in particular for what we do paranormal teams there's a lot of paranormal teams here in la and in in orange county and a lot of the southern california areas even some people came up from san diego but if you want to bring your entire team if you have four people if you have 10 people in your team it can get a little expensive uh the tickets aren't that much i mean i try to keep it as low as possible i know everything is expensive so because i try to keep it as low as possible but Still, with everything expensive, yeah, might not have the budget to go to OC Paracon. At least not your entire team. This two-for-one sale 
might help you out because the way it works is, let's say you have a team of four. So two of you buy a ticket, you get one extra t- ticket with free ticket with each one. Did that make sense? I think I just confused. I just confused myself. So let me let me explain it again. You buy one ticket, then you get a second one free. So you just pay for one ticket. Automatically, you get a second ticket for free. So you can bring your if you have four four people, two of you buy a ticket and you get the two free tickets for the other person. Did that make sense? Right. Yeah. See, I, I thought it made sense last year. A lot of you didn't understand what two for one was. So that's why. I'm explaining today. It's not that I think you're dumb or anything. You're not. It's just it, a lot of people were confused about that last year. So that's why I'm so I'm explaining it. Now I will say, don't get confused on this part. I know you want to you gotta think about it, get your team together. Do you want to go or not? Don't think about it past March. Because this sale will only be in March. And I'm telling you, March is the only time that the tickets will be two for one. From now until September. Um the tickets will not be two for one. If you have a team of four, you're going to have to buy four tickets. If you have a, if you have, a, if you have a team of 10 and you want to bring everybody, you're going to have to buy 10 tickets. Whereas right now, if you take advantage of this sale, you only have to buy five tickets. That's it. Or at least pay for five tickets. You get five, the other five free. So take advantage of it. Groups, teams. You know, if you have a big group of friends that wants to come, this is how you, this is how you get in without breaking everybody's piggy banks. Uh, two for one sales and, and it's on every level two for one uh, I was I will I don't think I've explained this the schedule right now it's three days uh, it's growing so last year was two days now it's three days Friday night is when everything starts now I know what you're thinking but I gotta work on Friday I gotta go to school take my kids to school you know I have a life that's okay whatever it is that you do unless you work at night or go to school at night then you probably won't be able to join us but what that means is everything begins at 5 p.m. that Friday evening. That it's we're calling it OC Paracon Preview Night. There are no speakers scheduled. It's only the uh, the exhibitor and vendor area that's going to be open for all of you to come in, meet the speakers, meet uh, you know buy their books, get just get to know them. There's going to be a lot of vendors this year, more than we had last year. You can go shopping that night if you want. The only thing that we do have scheduled is a film screening, John Yost's um, Alien Abduction Answers. That's going to start around 6 p.m., maybe 7 p.m. And the, the movie's like an hour and a half long. And then after that, we'll do a Q&A with John. And, and that's it. That No speakers, nothing else. If you want to go to the film, the it's free. You don't have to buy an extra ticket. You just line up. We'll tell you. You know, There'll be signs, and we'll announce it. If you want to watch it, just either line up or just walk into the theater uh, and take a seat and watch the movie and be part of the Q and a, and then you can go back outside and continue shopping or meeting everybody else. So that's preview night Saturday and Sunday. Those are like last year, uh, speak starting 10 AM speakers all the way through. There is an hour gap in between one so that you guys can stretch your legs, get something to eat, walk around, take a break, um, smoke break for the, for the boys. Uh, whatever you have to do, a lot of you told me you you liked it. The only thing you didn't like was that it was speaker after speaker after speaker. They're all good, but because of that, a lot of you couldn't tear yourself away because they were that good. So to avoid that, and because we don't want anybody to faint from hunger, we'll have an, an hour gap in between uh, in, in between each presentation. So uh, the two for one tickets again for every level for every day. 
We have some for preview night only. Those are really the cheapest ones because, again, not a full day. So you can get a two-for-one for Friday only, a two-for-one for Saturday only, for Sunday only. We also have two-for-ones for two days, and the two days does not include Friday. It includes Saturday and Sunday. So the two main speaker days, we have a level for that. We also have the VIPs. The VIPs are the next month will release the full VIP package. This one includes everything. I'm not going to tell you every single thing that it has. I'll just say those of you, and there were only 10 of you last year, those of you that were VIPs last year, it's even more things than what you got uh, for the VIP tickets. Uh, I'll announce everything very soon, probably next month when, when, uh, when I announce, when we release the VIP tickets for sale. But you can get them right now, two for one VIP, same thing. And they're not as, they're not, those were the most expensive level last year. I even brought that price down again because everything is so dang expensive. So uh, the other one, um, we also have two for one for Tales from Before Creation, which is Oscar. Now, remember, if you don't want to spend, if you don't want to buy tickets for Tales from Before Creation, you have the other option. Joska asked, asked us to ask you that if you want to go there and instead of buying a ticket, give an offering. Bring a brand new unwrapped toy and we're going to donate that to one of the local children's hospitals here in Orange County. So you have you in lieu of buying a ticket, you can also do that. Uh, But if not, if it's easier to just go ahead and buy the ticket, you can do that two for one right now. So you can bring again you and a friend or your group or your group of friends or your team, your paranormal team. And you believe me, you can ask anybody. If you know anybody that went to OC Paracon last year, you can ask him. You don't want to miss tales from before creation you're not going to get this at any other paracon anywhere in the country this is an exclusive to oc paracon and guess what those of you that are here you get to go to it it's in your backyard so you get again two for one tickets or in lieu of that you can just bring a, a brand new unwrapped toy and we'll, we'll donate that to uh, one of the local children's hospitals so that those are the tickets two for one sale only in march will it be two for one remember that two for one yeah think about it just don't think past March because then it won't be two for one. You'll have to buy individual tickets after that. So one more announcement. And this is the last speaker that I add. And it's not really a new speaker. It's a repeat actually from last year. And it's a friend of mine. It's Patty Negri, the Hollywood good witch. She almost wasn't going to be able to join us this year because she was going to do something else. You know, you know how I joke you. She's always doing 90 things in, in one hour. Well, she told me, you know, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what the dates were. It's, it's my fault. And, you know, I'm saying this publicly. It's, it's not Patty's fault. It's my fault for not telling her. Again, she's my friend. I just assumed she was going to be at OC Paracon. I should have told her that so she wouldn't schedule anything. Fortunately, unfortunately for the other event, they had to postpone or reschedule. Something happened. But now she's free and she wants to be. I mean, it's Patty's backyard, too. Why wouldn't she want to be here in Southern California? So. She'll be here at OC Paracon this year. The only thing is, if any of you wanted to, uh, have ever wanted to experience an OC, uh, an OC uh, Patty Negri's seance, you won't be able to do it this year because that's the one thing we had to lose because I had, we already had the schedule and where, where we usually would put Patty's seance, it's being taken up by two other events. You'll, I'll reveal what that is later on. But you, we won't have a Patty Negri seance, but she will be there all three days, all weekend. You can meet her at the uh, at, in the uh, exhibitor area. You can get a reading from her. You can buy her book. You can just talk to her. 
she's a lot of fun. If you've never met Patty in person, she is a lot of fun to talk to. So she'll she'll be there. She'll have a presentation. Um, uh, and the, the whole schedule, by the way, for the speakers, they'll be we'll we'll we're Rubik's cubing it. I guess is the way to put it. We're moving things around. So once we finalize everything, we'll let all of you know. It'll be way ahead of time, so you can plan your day and who you really want to see. Although I will say, I think you're gonna to want to see everybody, like always. So all of that coming uh, in the in the days to come. But right now, definitely number one, Patty Negri is joining us at OC Paracon. Number two, the tickets are on sale. Every level, including VIP and Tales from Before Creation, all of them two for one, but only for all of March. After that, then you got to buy individual tickets. So if you're thinking about going, especially if you're a bigger group, this is the month to take advantage of it. Buy it. Maybe if, if, if the whole thing sells out, hey, even better. But take advantage of it. You don't have to, you, you know, two for one sale, uh, everything on ocparacon.com. Now, last week when the boys were here, they told you who was going to be here this week, who was the guest. Well, it was one of those days for Dan Class, so he, he wasn't able to join us this week, but I'm not the boys. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I do know, but I'm not going to tell you who's going to be here next week. You'll enjoy it, as always. You'll find it fascinating. But I'm still not going to tell you who it is. You just got to be here next week and find out who that is. But whoever or whatever I talk about, you can be sure of one thing. It's not the same old paranormal. While you wait for the new episode, listen to past seasons and learn more about the show on the official website, www.paranormalperception.show. Meet hero Sean Klein and Bespaw on their YouTube channel, Unearthing the Supernatural. Keep up with OC Paracon 2023 news and announcements on Facebook.com slash OC Paracon or www.ocparacon.com. Like this show? Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any new episodes. Tell your friends about us. Just warn them that this show is not the same old paranormal. This is Paranormal Perception. Paranormal Perception is produced by 22 Creations Multimedia, LLC.